with a socialite and shook hands with an awestruck nobody. But then that's what the Auckland club was like. Nobodies and somebodies, all mixing together. It appealed to his sense of irony. And fuck, it was a nice distraction if nothing else. Kahu pushed open the big blue door that was the club's famous entrance and stood in the doorway, looking down the stairs to the sidewalk. There were no lines of people waiting to get into the club, since it was members only. But tonight, a lone figure sat on the bottom step, her back to him. It was midwinter and cold, his breath like a dragon's, a white cloud in the night. Not as cold as London, though. A random memory drifted through his head, of the European cultural trip with Anita, of being in London in February during a snowstorm and she'd tried to insist on going to some kind of classical music concert at Covent Garden. He'd seduced her in their fancy Claridge's hotel room instead, and they'd spent the rest of the evening in bed, away from the storm and the cold. Kahu let out another cloudy breath, trying to shake the memories away. He'd grieved when Anita had died, but the woman in that chair in the rest home wasn't the Anita he'd known and loved. That woman had died a long time ago. The person sitting down on the bottom step suddenly turned, and his drifting thoughts scattered. A pale, pointed face, and eyes in indeterminate colour between green and grey, looked back at him. A familiar face. Lily. He knew her, of course, had known her since she was about five years old, her father Rob being a close friend of Anita's and who'd managed the club while Kahu had been sulking overseas, who'd become a valued business partner since. A quiet, watchful girl who stayed out of the way and did what she was told, if he remembered right. He hadn't seen her for five years, though, and clearly things had changed, namely that she didn't do as she was told anymore. Lily stood and turned around. She was wearing a black duffel coat, the hood pulled up against the cold, and dark, skinny jeans, a pair of Chuck Taylors covered with Union Jacks on her feet, and a very determined look on her face. Lily Andrews as I live and breathe, Kahu said lazily, standing in the doorway of his club and crossing his arms. Does your father know you've been sitting on the steps of my club for the past three nights straight? Her hands pushed into the pockets of her coat, brows the colour of bright flames descending into a frown. If you'd spoken to me earlier, it wouldn't have been three nights. I have a phone, though perhaps young people these days don't use such outdated technology. What I want to ask you is better done in person. That sounds portentous. Come on then, don't keep me in suspense. What do you want? She didn't speak immediately, her mouth tightening, her eyes narrowing, as if she was stealing herself for something. Jesus, whatever it was, had better be good. He had shit to do. After a brief, silent moment, Lily walked up the steps, coming to stand in front of him. The light coming from the club's doorway shone directly on her face. She wore no makeup, her skin white, almost translucent and gleaming with freckles like little specks of gold. She looked sixteen if she was a day. Can I come in? 
I don't want to ask you out here. What? Under the club? Sorry, love. It's members only. She shifted restlessly on her feet. So can I be a member then? Are you kidding? You think I just hand out memberships to any fool that comes to my door? Her forehead creased into a scowl. I'm not a fool. If you're not a fool, then you'll understand that there's a reason it's taken me three days to speak to you. I just want to ask you a question. Nothing else. Then send me an email or a text like any normal teenager. Now, if you don't mind, I have a few things I... I'm not a teenager, for Christ's sake. And what I want to talk to you about is... personal. Kahu leaned against the doorframe, eyeing her. If it's personal, then why aren't you talking to your dad, or a friend, or whatever?